Shalom to all. Today's office site to Yud Aleph. We are starting the 13th line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Maris Miram Sar, Basar Biakav Maisha, her Nishama Shadavan Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yachmiel Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Nishama Shadavan Aliyah. And the Mishnah Tzavar Chaylin Yanatayva, Miriam Machulu. We were in the middle discussing Mida Kenegan Mida. At first, we were talking about the negative side of it. If a person does something bad, so he's going to get paid back with that same thing. And then the Mishnah had mentioned, same thing for the good. Miriam waited for Maisha Benu in the river when he was in the basket as a little child for an hour. So Amisra waited for seven. Seven days for her when she had Saras. The Gemara has me dummies a comparable. Hasam over there, Chadashaita, she waited for him for an hour. Hach over here, Shiva Yami. Amisra waited for her for seven days. So Rabbi Abaye says, Amo, we should say in the Mishnah is, Mida Kenegan Mida is not so, because we see it's not exactly Mida Kenegan Mida, it's much more. So my Rav Rav told him, Ha Vechain Lenyanatayva Katani. The Mishnah says very clearly, Vechain Lenyanatayva, that it's the exact same thing. So Alam Rav Rav explains that Hach Katani, this is really what the Mishnah is saying, Vechain Lenyanatayva, Debaisa Mida, Ula Oila Mida Tayva Maruba Mida Puran. So really, it's the same thing. The concept of Mida Kineg and Mida exists with Taiva, with good. However, Mida Taiva, when we're dealing with good, it's much more than Mida Puranius when we're dealing with punishments. Now we continue talking about Miriam. The Pasuk says, His sister stood from afar, and the Pasuk continues, to know what's going to be with him. So Rav Yitzchak, he tells us, This entire Pasuk has to do with the Shechina. Every single word in the Pasuk refers to the Shechina. It says in the Pasuk, and Chachma in a way is a reference to Kutchabrihu. May Rachaik, Dechsevit says in the Pasuk, May Rachaik Hashem Nirali. Lodas, Dechsevit says in the Pasuk, Kikel Deis Hashem. The word Ma in the Pasuk, Dechsevit says in the Pasuk, Ma Hashem Lakecha Shal Maimach. And Yeah said, Dechsevit says in the Pasuk, Kilayas Hashem Lakim Davar. And Lai, Dechsevit says in the Pasuk, Vayikra Lai Hashem Shalim. Now we're going to get into the whole discussion of Shibun Mitzrayim. The Pasuk says, Vekamel Chadash Vagaymer, and a new king got up over Mitzrayim, and he started making Xeris over the Yidden that they have to start working. So Rabbi Shmuel, they argue about this. Chadam, one of them says, Chadash Mamash, that he was actually a brand new king. Chadam, the other one says, Shenis Chadshu Xeroisov, that he just renewed his Xeras. Mad Armor Chadash Mamash, the one that says that he was a brand new king, the Chsevet makes sense because the Pasuk says, Chadash, Melech Chadash, a brand new king. Mad Armor Shenis Chadshu Xeroisov, and the one that says that he just renewed his Xeras, but it was really the same old king, that's because the like said, it doesn't say in the Pasuk that the king died and a new king came about. The Pasuk says, Ashulayadas Yosef, this new king didn't know Yosef. What does that mean? He acted as if he didn't know who Yosef was. How could he not know who Yosef was? He's probably the most famous ruler in all of Mitzrayim in those days. It means that he pretended like he didn't know who Yosef was. The Pasuk says, He told his nation, Behold the nation of B'nai Yisrael. They're much more numerous than we are, so we have to think of something to do with them, the Pasuk says. So, Tana, we have a bride. So, who has Chabetz This king, he was the one that started the whole thing. He was struck first. Who has Chabetz He started the Eitzah first. The Pasuk says, He told his nation. That's why he was struck first. It says in the Pasuk, it's going to come against you, your nation, and your servants. So we see that the king was struck first. The Pasuk continues, let's outsmart him. That's what the king said. As the Gemara, he should have said, let's outsmart them. Why is he saying, let's outsmart him, if he's talking about Am Yisrael? He was trying to outsmart Hashem. What did he say? What are we going to judge them with? How are we going to punish them? How are we going to get them? We're going to get them with fire. It says in the Pasuk, Hashem is going to come with fire. So we can't punish them with fire because Hashem is going to get us with fire. Are we going to kill them with a sword? So Hashem is going to be able to get us with a sword. Let's judge them with water. Hashem already promised that he's not going to bring a mobile to the world. The Pasuk says, and that Pasuk is telling us that Hashem promises that he's not going to bring a mobile again. So therefore, we can punish them with water and Hashem can't get us. But they didn't know. 
Mahmavi, Hashem had promised he's not going to bring a mabul on the entire world. But Hashem is able to destroy one nation with water. Inami, alternatively, he won't bring the water to them. They're going to come and fall into it. They went to the Yamsaf and they fell into the Yamsaf. As it says in the Pasuk, and the Mitzrayim were running to greet the water. And we know that that's actually what happened. They went chasing Am Yisrael into the water. For what that matter, they schemed against them. They were punished that same way. This means in the pot that they cooked in, they were cooked in. And my mashma the high zadu lishen digdera. Where is it that we see that this word zadu is a lashon of a pot of cooking something? The chesed the pasuk says by yazid Yaakov nazid Yaakov was making a dish. And our rebbe bar abba, our rebbe simai shlosha hayu bayis eitzah. There were three people that were there at that eitzah when Pari had this original thought that he has to take care of the Jews. Who were those three people? Bilam v'iyov v'yisrael. Bilam shiat. Bilam he was part of the eitzah. He helped out Nerag. He was killed later on. Iyov shishasak. Iyov was just quiet. He didn't say anything. Nidan biyisurin. He had terrible yisurin. Yisrael shabarach. Yisrael who ran away, he was zeichel that his descendants sat in the lishkas of the gazes, which is where the Sanhedrin sat in the base of Mekdash. Shem of the pasuk says, "Umishpacha seifrim yosh veyavet terasim shemasim suchasim heim hakim habayim mechamas avi beis rechav." Mishpacha seifrim means a family of scribes. Yosh veyavet means dwellers of yavet. And the next three names are names of families. These are the kini that descended from Hamas, the father of the house of rechav. And Uksiv another pasuk says, "Umnei kini chaisin Moshe v'gaimer," and the children of the kini, Moshe's father-in-law, so on and so forth. So in the first pasuk, we see the kini being described as Seifrim, and that's referring to the Sanhedrin. And over here, we see kini being referred to as Moshe's father-in-law, which is Yisrael. So we see that Yisrael's descendants were on the Sanhedrin. Now, Pai continued saying, they're going to wage war against us, and they're going to go up from the land. Ask the Gemara, he should have said that they're going to kick us out of the land. Usually when there's war in a land, the winning party kicks the losing party out of the land. So Pai should have been afraid that they're going to wage war against the Mitzrayim and kick the Mitzrayim out of the land. Why is he saying that they're going to leave the land? So of Pai was just saying this in a way, like when a person curses themselves, they don't want to actually curse themselves, so they say that curse on somebody else, but they're really referring to themselves, so he really meant that they're going to kick us out of the land, but instead he said that they're going to leave the land. The Pasuk continues, I see all of Sarimisim, it says he placed Sarimisim on him, again the question is, I should have said he placed it on them, not on him, so Tana the Bear Blaz Reb Shemin, Malhamas teaches us, Sheviu Malbain, that he brought a mold of a brick, and Pai put it on his neck, and anyone from Amishal that said, I'm an Istanis, I'm finicky, I can't do work. Amrulai, they told him, Are you bigger Istanis than Pairai? So you are able to work. And that's why it says, He put it on himself. Now, what's his understanding of sorry, Misim? Davar Shemesim, something that coerces someone. We continue dashing the Psukim. In order to afflict him with their burdens, the Gemara asks, I should have said, In order to afflict them with their burdens. Once again, the Gemara says, This means in order to afflict Pairai with regard to the burdens of Amisrael, meaning he pretended to join in the work so that Amisrael should come and help him, and that way he'll be able to get them into doing work. The Pasuk says, They built stored cities for Pairai. Rav Shmuel, they argue about this. Chanam, or one of them says, This endangered the ones that owned them. Since the Mitzrayim forced Amisrael to build these, they endangered themselves because later on they got punished for it. Chanam, or one of them says, It made them poor. Anyone that's involved in building and construction becomes poor because they spend so much money. The Gemara continues as PCMS Ram says, These were the two names of these Ari Miskanites, of these storage cities. Rav Shmuel, they argue about this. Chanam, or one of them says, Pisam Shma. The real name was Pisam. Velomenik or Shma Ram says, Why was it called Ram says? Sherisha and Risha and Misroy says, Because it would crumble one bit at a time. Every time they would try to build it, it would just crumble again. Chanam, or one of them says, Ram says Shma. Its real name was Ram says, Velomenik or Shma Pisam. Why was it called Pisam? Sherisha and Risha and Pitahai 
that as they were building it, it would get swallowed up by the ground. The passage continues, as much as they would afflict it, it would increase and it would spread out. So the Gemara asks, can Rabbah Vachin partum bailay? I should have said, so they increased and so they did spread out, not so they will increase or so they will spread out in the future tense. So Amr Shlakashi answers, Rachakash Mavasrason, Kenyir Bavachenya Frites, Rachakash was telling them is that they will increase and they will continue to grow. As much as the Mitzrayim try to stop them from growing, they're going to continue growing. And the Pasa continues, Vaikutu Pnei Bnei Israel. Literally, Vaikutu means and they were disgusted because of Bnei Israel. Now, Vaikutu is a lashon of kites, like thorns. What does this teach us? It teaches that the Yidden were like thorns in the eyes of the Mitzrayim. Vaikutu Mitzrayim is Bnei Israel, Yud Alphonobez on top of Farech, and they enslaved the Bnei Israel with Parech. Now, what's Parech? Rabbalazar Amar Beperach with a soft mouth, meaning first they slowly but surely convinced the Am Yisrael in a very nice way of doing things until they chopped them. Whereas Rabbi Shmuel Barnachmani Amar Bepricha, Pricha is lashon of backbreaking, crushing labor. We continue to Ashrani Psukim, by Maros Chayim, by Kasha, they embitter their lives with hard work, Bechaimer of Levenim Begaimer, with mortar and bricks. Amar Rava, Rava tells us, Bechila Bechaimer of Levenim, Ulbasaif, Ulchavaid Basada. First, it was just mortar and bricks, and then it was all sorts of Avaida in the field. And the Pasa continues, Eiskal Avaidasa, Masha Avdu Bahem Befarech, all their work that they performed with them was with Parech. And once again, we talk about this, Amar Shmuel Barnachmani, Amar Bianusan, what's this Avaidas Parech they were talking about? They would switch the work. They would give women men's work and men women's work. That's considered perach, strenuous labor. It's very difficult to do something that's not in your nature to do. And the Gemara says, Even the Manda Amr previously that said the word perach meant perach with a soft voice. They convinced them into it. Over here for sure he agrees that this is hard backbreaking labor. The righteous women that lived in that generation. That's why Amr Yisrael were redeemed from Mitzrayim. What did these special women do? When they went to go draw water, Hakash Baruch Hu Mazamal Hem Dagim Ketanim B'Kadayhen. Hakash Baruch Hu had small fish go into the pitchers. V'Shayvayz Mechta Mayim Mechta Dagim. They would draw half a pitcher of water and half a pitcher full of fish. Ubayz V'Shayv says Shtei Kederes. They would go and put two pots on the fire. Ach Shal Chamen Ach Shal Dagim. One was hot water that was to wash their husbands, and one was with fish. Melichas Eitz Bailein Sada. They would bring it out to the husbands in the field. Marchitos Eitzon. They would wash them. V'Sachas Eitzon and anoint them. Umachilos Eitzon and give them food. Umashkas Eitzon and give them to drink. Mnuskakas Lehem Beins Fasayim. And then they would be with their husbands in between the borders of the field. The borders of the field were raised, so in between the borders, that was a place of privacy, so they were able to be with their husbands there. Shanamar the Pasuk says, As you lie among the borders. What do we learn from here? The schar that you get for laying between the borders with your husbands, that's why Am Yisrael was zaycha to the plunder of Mitzrayim. Shanamar the Pasuk says, The wings of a dove are coated in silver, and a dove over here is referring to Am Yisrael, and her opinions are brilliant gold. And the Kimishem once the women became pregnant, they went to their houses. When it came time for them to give birth, they would go out to the field to give birth. Underneath an apple tree, Shnabra says in the Pasuk, Under the apple tree I roused you. Some of that's going to clean and straighten the baby. This is referring to Malachim, obviously. Like a midwife, that straightens the child out. Shnabra, the Pasuk says, In regard to your birth, on the day you were born, your umbilical cord wasn't cut, and you were not washed in water, the Malachim did it, and you gather for them two loaves, if you will, one they got oil from, one they got honey from, and you nursed them with honey from a stone and oil from a rock, but once Mitzrayim realized that there was children out in the field, they came to kill them, and they got absorbed into the ground, and they got absorbed into the ground, but then the Mitzrayim took oxen and they tried plowing over them to kill them. 
Shemar the Pasuk says, Al-Gabi Kharshu Kharshim V'Gaymer, on my back. They plowed plows. L'Achash HaHolchin, but after the Mitzrayim left, Hayim Avatsu Tzim V'Yotz and Ke'ez V'Asadeh, they would sprout forth like the grass of the ground. Shemar as the Pasuk says, Revava Ketzema Chasadeh Nesaticha, I made you numerous as the plants of the field, V'Kim Shemis Gadlin. Once these children got older, Bain Adarim Adarim L'Batayin, they came in flocks to their houses. Shemar as the Pasuk says, V'Tiri V'Tigdali, you increased and grew, V'Tavayi, and you came, Ba'adi Adayim, which literally means with many ornaments. But the drasha is, Al-Turki Ba'adi Adayim, don't read it as that, Adre Adarim, that they came in flocks. And when Kashbrochu revealed himself to Am Yisrael by the Yam, they recognized Hashem. Shemar the Pasuk says, This is my God. And Zeh is always lashing of pointing a finger and recognizing something, so they were able to point because they recognized Hashem in this miraculous way that they were saved. And we continue dashing these Pesukim, The king of Mitzrayim told the Jewish midwives that you have to take care of the Jewish babies that are being born, you have to kill the males. Now Rav Shmuel, they argue, they darshan, who are these Miyaldes Hevriyos, these Jewish midwives. Chana Amr, one of them says, Ishu Bito, it was a mother and her daughter, and that would be a Chavir and Miriam. Chana Amr, Kalav Chamaisa, it was a daughter-in-law and mother-in-law, which would be a Chavir and Elisheva. Mad Amr, Ishu Bito, Yechavir Miriam, as the Gemara says. Mad Amr, Kalav Chamaisa, Yechavir Elisheva. Tanya, command Amr, Ishu Bito, we have a brass like the Mad Amr that says it's a mother and her daughter. The Tanya, we have a brass. Shifra, Zuyo Yechavid, the Pasuk calls one of them Shifra. Vlamini Koshma Shifra, why is she being called Shifra? The Pasuk, Shemisha Ferris of Savlad, she would straighten out the child. And they grew in her days. Pua mentioned in the pasuk, Zumirim. That's Miriam. Why is she called Pua? Shahaisa Paya that she would coo to the child. Davrachar Paya. What's that understanding? Shahaisa Paya Baruch Hakodesh. She would call out with Baruch Hakodesh. My Marison say, I see the Imish Taylor Ben Shemishes Yisrael. My mother will eventually have a child that will save Am Yisrael, and that's referring to Moshe Rabbeinu, obviously. And the pasuk continues. Vayomer. He said, talk about Paray. Bialt Chenes Ha'Evriyos Vagaymer. When you help these Jewish women give birth, and the pasuk says, Reisen Al Avnayim. You see them on the Avnayim. Now my of Nayim. What exactly is an of Nayim? It's translated usually as a birthing stone. Well, what's with this lashon of of Nayim? So Rav Chanan, Simon Gadol he gave them a simon. Amalan, he told them, Bishasha Karas Leilid, when she crouches to give birth, Yerchasem and Stanos Kavanim, her thighs will turn cold like stone. This Damar and some say Kil Sivak. It says in the pasuk, Va'erid Beis Hayyitzer, and it went down to the house of the potter. Vihine who Isam Lacha Al of Nayim, and he was doing Lacha by the of Nayim. Now what do we learn from here? Mayitzer Zeh, just like this potter, Yarch Mikan V'Yarch Mikan, he has one thigh on this side, one thigh. On that side, and he has this block in the middle that he's making his pottery on. She has a thigh here, a thigh there, and the child in the middle. Now, Pyre told him, If it's a son, if it's a boy, you have to kill him. He gave them big simon. Ben, pan of Lamata. A boy comes out facing downwards because that's how he has Tashmish. Bas, panel Amala. A girl comes out facing upwards because that's how she has Tashmish. Batriano Mialdes says, So I leave the Pasuk says, Veloyas, Ukashet, Rael, Hen, Begaymer. The Mialdes, they feared Hashem and they didn't do like he said that they should. Now the Gemara asks, Lohen mi Bailei. It should have used the word Lohen. It shouldn't say Kasher, Diber, Alehen. Lohen would have been the more proper word as he spoke to them. So Rabbi Yasper, Chanino, Mlamich, Tavel, and Dvaravera. He was Tevea them for Dvaravera. He wanted to be Mazana with them, Veloy Nisbu, but they didn't listen to him. The Lashon of Alehem is like the Lashon of Ba'eleha to come onto a woman. He was Tevea them, but they didn't listen to him. The Pasuk continues, They enabled the children to live. It's not only that they didn't kill the children, they would actually give water and food to them. The The midwives told Paroi, These women are not like regular women, and the midwives called the Jewish women Chayos. So the Gemara asked, What exactly are Chayos? If you want to say it, the midwives were saying that they were 
chayas, meaning they were midwives themselves. Doesn't one midwife still need another midwife to help her give birth herself? So what type of explanation is that to Pairoi, why the women were still able to give birth? So they were telling him, This nation is like a chaya, it's like a wild animal. Yehudo, how's he compared to wild animal? Gur Arye, he's a lion cub. Don, he done nachash. Don is a snake. Naftali, ayala shlucha, it's a swift deer. Yisachar, chamar garim, he's a strong bone donkey. Yosef, bachar shar, he's an ox. Binyamin, Zev Yitrov, he's a wolf. The Shvatim that have something written about them in regards to being an animal, so we have a Pasuk. Ud like Sivbe and the other Shvatim that don't have a specific animal attributed to them, still Ksiv says in the Pasuk, Ma Imcha Lavi Bainarayas Ravtsa Vagaimer, how your mother was a lioness crouched among the other lions. So we see that all of Amishal is compared to animals. And the same way that animals give birth on their own, they don't need help. That's what these Jewish women do. They give birth on their own, and they give birth before we can get to the baby to kill it. And the Pasuk tells us, it was when they feared Hashem. Them, he made batim for them. He made houses for them. Rav Shmuel, they argue about this. Charam, one of them says, Bate Kahuna that Hashem gave them houses of Kahuna Levia. Charam, one of them says, Bate Malchus, that he gave them a house of Malchus. Manda Amr, the one that says, Bate Kahuna Levia, so Aaron Umaisha, that's referring to Aaron Umaisha, who are children of Yechaved. And Manda Amr, Bate Malchus, David Nami, Miriam Kaasi, David also came from Miriam. How do we see that David came from Miriam? Tichsev said to the Pasuk, Batamas Azuva, Azuva died, Vatika Chloe Kalev as Ephras, Kalev married Ephras, Vatayola is Hur, and she gave birth to Hur for him. Now Ephras is Miriam. Uksev Pasuk says, David ben Ish Ephrasi, David was a son of an Ephrasi man, meaning David was a son of a man who traced himself all the way back to Ephras, namely Miriam. Now more Pesukim where we find hints to Kalev and Miriam. The Pasuk says, Vakalev ben Chatzrain, Haledes Azuva Isha, Kalev the son of Chatzrain, he gave birth to Azuva, Isha, Vasirias, and Urias, Vela Benah, and these are her sons, Yesha Rishaiva Vaardain. Now the Gemara asks, Ben Chatzrain, why is Kalev being called Ben Chatzrain? Ben Yefunehu. We know that he was a son of Yefune. So we answer, really, his father's name was Chatzrain. And the reason why it's called Ben Yifune is Ben Shaponim at Sasmeraglim. That's because he's a son who turned away. Pana, he turned away from the plot of the Meraglim. Ask the Gemara about Ben Kenazu. He was still the son of Kenaz. He wasn't the son of Chatzrain. The Pasuk says, Vayilkada Asnil ben Kenaz, Achi Kalev. Then Asnil ben Kenaz, who was Kalev's brother, conquered it. So if Asnil was the brother of Kalev and Asnil's father was Kenaz, that means that Kenaz was Kalev's father, not Chatzrain. So Amarav, he answers, Harger de Kenaz Hava. Kalev was the stepson of Kenaz. And you'll be someone off on top, they can have it's Medoy, because the Pasuk says, the Kalev was the son of Yefuna, the Kenizi. We're calling him Kenizi not because he was the literal son of Kenaz, it just means he came from the family of Kenaz, but not that his father was Kenaz. Shmamina, we see from here that he was just a stepson of Kenaz. We're going to stop here for the day, but we're going to continue talking about these Psukim tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.